Hello, midlifing listeners. Lee here. Simon and I have been talking about what we could get you all for Christmas. I thought it might be a nice idea to give some money to charity on your behalf. Simon, on the other hand, thought it would probably be a good idea if we were to just talk inanely for a little while and then give you a mini-episode, a mini-sode, if you will, as a special Christmas treat. Because you're listening to this, you've probably worked out that we decided to go with the second option. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. What headphones are you wearing? I'm always jealous because I've just got these, these little ones. These are just my regulars. Well, yeah, I know, but what are they? This, these are Sony MX. Are they the active noise cancellers? Yes, although I don't, they're in passive mode at the moment. Right, okay, okay. Do you want me to put them in active mode? I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, turn the noise cancelling on. But then, would you be able to hear me? <laughs> <laughs> That's not how noise cancelling works, no, is it? <laughs> no, they're my Lee cancelling headphones. <laughs> they're really expensive. I think also people could just walk around the city, you know, walk around wherever go with Lee cancelling headphones on. <laughs> just be, what's that? We, I'm sure we should talk about cancel culture at some point. <laughs> this is Lee cancel culture. <laughs> Oh, maybe that's what we should do. We should do an episode on cancel culture, but it's just about the quality of noise cancelling headphones that are currently available on the market. Oh, oh, sorry. There's another kind of cancel culture. <laughs> we thought we were talking about the culture of passively cancelling noise. This is a podcast in which two friends have serious conversations about silly things and silly conversations about serious things. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. You're now in Tier 4. We are in Tier 4, or as I like to uh, think of it as Tier After 3. I'm glad that that the numbering system we have is infinite. Yes. Yeah, I like that they're just going to keep putting more (laughs) tiers um, whenever basically they want to make a a, a kind of a suggestion that they're they're handling the situation. Don't worry, we're in Tier 7. Exactly. I mean, I think in March we will be (laughs) in Tier tier 9. And my Italian friends, bless them. Uh, what they stupidly, foolishly did in the Italian government was give them colours. So they have um, they have uh, yellow, orange, red. What comes after red? Pink? Purple? Oh, no, I think what comes after red is black. Oh, actually, it does too, because the the same happens in the temperature scheme. When you look in Australia, it gets yeah. redder and redder and redder, and it just becomes eventually becomes this kind of charcoaly red. Was that, is that kind of like saying this is no longer compatible with human life? It has that feeling about it. If yeah. ever a colour could make one feel that this, you should not be alive in it, it's that colour. Uh, how are you? I haven't I'm, done the how are you question. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm, uh, in fact, it depends on whether we talk about us in the future. <laughs> I just find this whole recording, I mean, on a workflow level, I find recording in advance delightful but on a kind of existential temporal level is freaky yeah it is um difficult also because we have we have recorded uh, for our faithful listeners because yeah. um, we had an email from a 
self-described faithful listener, which I really liked. And I did say to this particular listener that that we don't really like our unfaithful listeners. You see, now I'm not prepared to uh, to shame people. Kink shaming is not my deal. If people want to gong shower, if they want to be unfaithful with other podcasts, wanna... you go right ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah, ahead. Just kind of a bit you of let a your freak flag fly, kids. Do what you need to do. Just remember, no means no. Actually, I'm going to be clearer about that. Yes means yes. Oh, I did get a text from a friend who's got two kids. They're pr- uh, one's adolescent adjacent and one's pre-adolescent right i think oh i think actually one has now officially become a teenager so i guess that means adolescent doesn't it and one is still a pre-teen but not quite oh not quite a not quite a tween i I guess it means uh it depends on also whether you're talking about their behavior being adolescent or their age being adolescent i'm talking about their uh, age, not their, um, not at shoe all their, size. Their <laughs> Maybe we could do the twirl. You don't have to watch Dynasty. <laughs> I did not get that reference at all. At your age, Mama, not oh. your shoe size. Maybe we could do the twirl. You don't have to watch Dynasty. Oh yeah, you need to have an attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave it all up to you. <laughs> Is it my your love will be my food? I might just be making this up now. You don't have to be rich to be my girl. You Ooh. don't have to be cool <laughs> to rule my world. Ain't no particular side of a compatible wheel. I just want your extra time and your kiss. <laughs> now, if you, fucking, if you fucking dare cut that out, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm pretty confident that we can't afford the uh, performing rights license, so I will probably cut that out. No, no, don't you come up with some legal excuse to to, to censor your singing self. Oh, okay. Anyway, we were having a conversation with aforementioned friends, parents of uh, children, about the notion of consent and at what point you start to have conversations about consent with your kids. We've got some other friends who have uh, a very, very, very small child. I mean, she is nine, ten months old, so super little. Mm. But already they're asking themselves questions about consent. And it was in relation really? to tick. Yeah, 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 wow. yeah. Because they were asking questions about tickling. They were talking about the idea of um, of consent and how and, and how they're going to work through the idea of consent with their kids moving forward. And they've been doing a lot of reading about it because they had this sort of flashbulb moment of seeing their little girl go, I, I'm not enjoying this, but obviously not have language to be able to say, I'm not enjoying this. And then them having to say, maybe don't tickle her. She doesn't look like she's having a good time. Oh, no, she loves it. She loves it. It's like, well, actually, she doesn't look like it and she can't say that she does or doesn't so for now we're not gonna do that and they were talking about the discomfort that created and anyway wow. I convers- yeah 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 and it, it's there was a level of um i thought it was just really interesting and, and difficult conversation that they they opened up um and i was super impressed with with their thoughtfulness but i talked about it with the parents of much older children um because i was sort of talking about it as how impressed i was with that but also We've been having a conversation about when is it? When do you start to talk to kids about um, about sexual health and all of those sorts of things? And we, Bob and I, were talking about the that idea of um, of consent and, and consent perhaps being the most important thing to to talk to kids about. But this friend the other day, she's obviously been reading widely 
in kind of preparation yeah 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 in, in, i think that's right in preparation for how she might move on but she she sent us a a, a brilliant link to an article from uh, something called mask magazine which i i wasn't aware of and the heading the the kind of the the abstract it's not really an abstract because it's not that kind of an article but you know what i mean the the bit i love I, I, i'm sorry i'm just so happy that you fell the word that came to mind was abstract not pricey the, or summary mo abstract the, the the title of the essay is on seclusion and the pricey at the beginning is what do you call the act of pushing a ring or tube onto something like a vagina encircling a dildo the opposite of penetration well Binny Adamzak has a new term for us to denote just this seclusion and I just really had never thought about the gendered nature of language which refers to the act of you see I immediately want to lead to penetration but that is so mask focused isn't masculine focused Mm. something going into rather than something going down or around yeah yeah or around yeah i just thought it was absolutely fascinating that that somebody's been thinking about the language around sexuality in that way and i was so delighted to have a new word seclusion rather than penetration yeah it is really beautiful actually isn't it yeah i think i'm just agreeing in the sense that i like that well for one thing words so define you know the, the the power of the metaphor of words, whether we're uh, imagining them as being metaphorical or not, the way in which they define relationships and and being human. And I love yeah. that. I love that a word like seclusion. Is that what you said? Seclusion. Yeah. I love that it um it 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 changes how I understand something. Absolutely, and yeah. and it, it for me it was one of those moments where I saw the word and went. Oh my God! My entire way of thinking about a particular act—I mm. just found it fascinating to think. Oh, I've experienced that notion of seclusion, but never had a word for it. Mm. And the and it's and it's so powerful to be able to then talk about that because you know there's there's that idea of penetrative or non-penetrative sex. Those are the kind of the linguistic yeah, that's those are the yeah, yeah. It's either or. And, that's the Boolean ex- aspect. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then you oh, go, "Oh, is this or is that?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And yeah, so that I really, I really liked that. I was really grateful for the uh, for the for the text message. In fact, I was really grateful for the whole. We could put that link in the show notes. I'm actually reminded of a, a friend at work who was has been listening, and uh, she said to me, uh, "Yeah, it's been really funny and serious, and then also um, some really cringy moments." <laughs> and I'm oh. just I'm just thinking of her now, wondering. I wonder if this is one of those cringy moments. Did she articulate what the cringe was for her? No, no, and I was um, very tempted to dig a little deeper and find out. Yeah, because, I mean, nobody wants to be, you know, obviously somebody you know, you don't want to make them feel uncomfortable by saying what makes you cringe because it makes them cringe. They probably don't want to spend any more time with it. But it is also really interesting because I had a a, a text from a friend the other day who alluded to the ejaculation in trousers of my friend. This is uh, um, from a past episode, just in case a past, you're a, you're a, a first-time listener, short-term caller. No, <laughs> short-term memory loss. Um, and it was, this is not it something. Was... It's just something that <laughs> just come to mind. <laughs> but that was that was a, um, a moment where he didn't articulate the cringeness. He just sort of alluded to the idea of I'd never thought of you as a teenager, and I was like, oh. That's an interesting thing. Yes, of course. 
I hadn't, I've never thought of him as a teenager either. Mm. But those, that, that messy hinterland between being not and then becoming an, an active agent in the world and that confusing period in between where you start to work out what you like. Mm. It is cringy. It's, it's super cringy. It is. Yeah, no question. And uh, yeah, it's also because I think, yeah, it's we, we put people into, we have images or perspectives of people that, uh, and if they start talking about things that reside outside of those yeah. frames, absolutely, I'm mixing metaphors here, but then, yeah, I can imagine that, uh, or that's pretty, might be a bit weird to listen to, or guess, then there's yeah. the whole really, no, that's just two, two, two blokes talking about something that's really fucking cringy, which <laughs> yeah. is a whole yeah. other thing. I, I just I was reminded of my older brother, uh, oldest brother and my sister, they were having a party. This is years ago, so um, in New Zealand, and I would have been, I'm guessing, 10. So that would have put them late teens. And it was a, one of those parties where a lot of people start turning up, uh, and uh, I don't think our parents were there. Oh, okay, yeah. If my sister's listening, she might be able to correct me, uh, although it'll be too late at that point. And uh, we, I was, a friend of mine was staying, staying over the night. Oh, I, don't, oh, my, I don't remember. Anyway, anyway, definitely had a friend of mine, and we decided we would uh, start charging these uh, teenagers to go to the toilet. Which oh, was a, <laughs> that is such a genius plan. <laughs> it, was a grand, it was a grand plan. And, you know, we, we, we were collecting. We were collecting, no question. And uh, I think for the most part, they thought it was very funny. Right up until the point that uh, a group of them charged in, uh, maybe there were five of them, held me spread-eagled, one arm, you know, one person per arm or leg, and then the fifth person started tickling me. And I want to say I did not give them consent to do this. Let's be clear. And the pain, the pain, I can still just remember that exquisite pain of that and the the struggle and the sort of the the hilariousness of the situation, whilst at the same time the painfulness of the the pain pleasure aspect of that that particular situation. But that was the end of our money-making scheme. (laughs) 